Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. You are listening to the 12 Days of Christmas, a special gift from Northwest Christian School to all of our families via Kingdom Culture Conversations, a podcast brought to you by Frameworks, a biblical worldview initiative of Northwest Christian. Christmas Eve, Mr. Brown. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. I, yeah, precious, I, precious. I, time. I love this day. Um, yeah. I usually go to. I'm not. I'm not a Catholic, but I go to a Catholic mass on Christmas Eve. I usually go to that midnight mass. Do you? Um, on Christmas Eve, and it's a beautiful picture, and get to be one of the first ones to celebrate the birth of Christ, and and. Um, well, some of my earliest Christmas memories. My my mom's side of the family uh, came up through the Catholic Church. Yeah. And and still some of some of her family is, is invested in the Catholic Church. And I remember um, we were just recently at the dinner table. We we're going around and talking about our earliest memories of Christmas. And my mm. earliest memories of Christmas uh, are those snowy Christmas eves in yeah. in Des Moines, Iowa, in attending midnight mass. Yeah. Or if it wasn't midnight, it, it had to have been. It was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty close. And it was pretty close to midnight. And and those were yeah. those were precious services. So Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. Yes. And I know we all have some good memories of Christmas, and we've heard some great churches. Today's no different. We get to hear from Pastor Mark Driscoll. Pastor Mark Driscoll. Yes, of the Trinity and, Church out in Scottsdale. Amen. And he's Pastor Mark is going through a, a series called Worship the King. Hmm. And what do we got today? We've got seven minutes. Okay. Seven minutes. So this may be one of the longer snippets, yeah. but this message, again, it's gonna, I'm going to link you to it in the show notes so you can hear the whole thing. But he's talking about worship in heaven hmm. and what that looks like um and he ties it back of course to the the advent season yeah but man folks this is good good love stuff it. seven minutes you won't regret yeah a well, single pastor second mark is it. brilliant and we love listening to him he keeps your attention pretty good um, yeah and uh enjoy this message from trinity church i think it's is it on mcdonald i think it's on mcdonald yeah down in, in, in south in the 101 yeah on the on the east side so. yeah and i've heard it said this is the fastest growing church in america right yeah. now so and I I don't doubt that Pastor Mark yeah. does an amazing job. He does. They have engaged that South Scottsdale community in some pretty powerful ways, folks. Yeah. If you're West Side, it's it may be worth the drive. If you're yeah. you're not invested in the <laughs> church, <laughs> this would be a good one to check out. Yep. So enjoy it. Uh, worship the King, Pastor Mark Driscoll, Christmas Eve, mm. uh, virtually at yeah. the Trinity Church. Love it. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 6.3 that the departed saints will even judge the angels. So you need to know that all that you're suffering and all that you're giving and all that you're enduring is storing up your treasures in heaven, that there will be a day of reward and you will have a position of leadership and authority in the kingdom of God based upon your humility and faithfulness in this life. In addition, 
There's the big thrones. There's the father and the son. And it says that the son sits at the right hand of the father. And, and this concept of the throne couldn't be more incredible. This concept of the throne appears 196 times in your Bible. It appears 61 times in your New Testament. It appears 45 times in the book of Revelation. The chapter in the Bible that includes the mention of this throne, the big thrones, more than any other chapter in the whole Bible is Revelation 4. It's all about who's on that throne, who's around that throne, what praise and honor and trust and faith and glory and gratitude goes to the one on that throne, what authority, what dominion, what honor belongs to the one who is seated on that throne. And John, he sees Jesus. Last time he saw Jesus, he's a peasant in his early 30s. He saw him in humility. Now he sees him, glory. Let me tell you this. Next time you see Jesus, he won't be in humility, he'll be in glory. And the key to worship is the revelation of Jesus Christ in glory. A lot of times people think of how Jesus was. That's only how he was for a roughly 30-ish years while on the earth. For all eternity, he's in glory. He came into humility to identify with us, to suffer for us, to die for us, to rise for us, and return to glory so that one day he might pull us up to be glorified with him. Jesus is not bigger than you think. He's bigger than you can think. He's bigger than you can think. And John sees this Jesus, his best friend, and he's being worshiped. Now, what's interesting about this concept of the throne is that in the Eastern world, past and present, people tend to sit on the floor. If you've been to a friend's house, I had a Japanese friend going up, we'd sit on the floor to eat dinner at his house. When I went to East India some years ago, we sat on the floor, people tend to sit on the floor. This is an ancient Eastern culture, you sit on the floor. There were three different times that someone was allowed to sit on a throne. Number one, if you were a priest. And the priest would be the one who would sort of sit up a little bit to mediate between God and the people. Okay, God hears their problems and their apologies and their repentance. Okay, here's God's word and here's God's instruction. The priest would sit on a throne in honored elevated position as a mediator and here, Jesus Christ is seated on a throne. He's high and exalted, and he's our great high priest. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 2.5 that there is one mediator between man and God, the man Christ Jesus. When we look up, we see him as lamb. It's gonna tell us in the next chapter, Revelation chapter five, verses five and six, that he is the lion of the tribe of Judah and the lamb who was slain. When you see him as priest, you see him as lamb. You see him as loving and gracious and merciful and forgiving and interceding and kind. The second person that would be seated on the throne was a triumphant, victorious warrior. After a battle, the leader of the war would be brought back to the people and they would throw a party and celebrate, call a national holiday. We're free, we're not slaves. You won, didn't lose. Your victory is our victory. So they would create a platform. They'd put a throne on it. And the weary, downtrodden soldier who had been at battle would sit. And he'd rest. And everyone could see him and honor him and thank him. It'd be great if we treated our soldiers the way 
the way God treats his. Now, when you see Jesus seated as a warrior, he's conquered Satan, sin, death, hell, and the wrath of God. So we see him there as the lion of the tribe of Judah. We see with the priest and the warrior, he is lamb and lion. He's tough for us. He's tender with us. I was thinking about it as I was praying for you. The last one is that the king would sit on the throne and the king would be an exalted and the people would surround the throne and they would cheer and they would celebrate and they would honor and they would glorify and they would thank the king for giving them life and his kingdom. You see Jesus on his throne as king. He's, he's priest and warrior. He's, he's tender and tough. He's, he's lamb and he's lion. Um, let me say this, friends. Every one of you is gonna stand before that throne. That's the most important day of your life. And today you make the decision whether or not that's gonna be a good day or a bad day for you. If you stand before Jesus and you repent of sin and you receive him as savior today, as people already have this weekend in this room, then what happens is that is for you what the Bible calls a throne of grace. And the Bible says that we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with us in our weakness, for he has been tempted in every way as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, we can approach boldly his throne of grace to find mercy in our time of need. Jesus died to forgive and love you. And if you believe in him and belong to him, that throne is a priestly throne. It's where you'll meet Jesus as lamb. It's a throne of grace and mercy. If you reject the Lord Jesus, you will meet him there as warrior and you will meet him there for judgment. And Revelation 19 and 20 talks about that throne for those who don't belong to the Lord Jesus being a throne of judgment. I'm telling you, Jesus is real, hell is real, heaven is real. It's all real. And it's really important that you're ready to stand before that throne. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.